You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. Hello? The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another exciting after show for the LA Complex. I'm your host, Emil Ennis Jr., and I'm joined here with my other three wonderful, amazing hosts. To the left, we have Kelly, Miriam, and Bam Erickson. All right, everybody on time today. <laughs> All right, yeah. And on the phone with us, we have uh, Big Sleeps. Are you there? Yes, sir. He plays Rook on the show, or uh, is his name what's what's Reggie? Reggie, that we found out your character's name is Reggie. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Mr. Rook, how's it going? Man, it's good, man. Um, Yeah, tonight's episode was pretty crazy. I loved it. Yeah, I love it. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Oh well, we're gonna go ahead and start with uh, we're gonna go ahead and start with your (laughs) storyline with Cal. <laughs> with, uh, right, with, with Cal and Walter, and then and then with you, uh, it was a, a lot of things going on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you got—I mean, when you look at the, you know, when you know the story with Caldrick, with his pops being in jail and abusing him, and so on and so forth, and Rook being there for him, you know, and these guys knowing each other from from kids, from four years old. Um, with this storyline, I mean, and then you got to you got to look at from Rook's perspective of being his best friend and manager, man. Things are gonna pop off because emotionally, when you're looking out for a friend, good, the bad, and the ugly, and you got their back, you know, sometimes your decision is not always gonna be the right one based off of what they're thinking when you don't know. So that's the thing with Cal's character; where he's going through a lot of things. So I'm excited, man. And so what's really interesting is from the absolute jump, you were not happy to see uh, um, you weren't happy to see Walter, uh, Cal's dad. And so it seemed like your character was more upset for what he did or the lack of what he did not do as a father more so than Cal. I think it was more of the 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 idea of the hurt because mm-hmm. when you guys were sitting at the at the table towards the end of the show and you guys are having like a, you know your steak dinner you start bringing up as your character starts bringing up the fact that you know there was harm done to Caldrick when he was little you know here Walter's asking about how did he learn how did you learn how to cook this well and the first thing that comes up is the fact that hey remember the time we, when you were barbecuing and the football hit the car and you took the spatula and burned his arm which that's intense honestly I don't think I've ever heard anything like that and I'm thinking to myself how can the father not remember that he burned his child well oh, he remembered he definitely remembered he just put it in the he place said he didn't it. remember the barbecue he didn't say he didn't remember burning him okay good point yeah well yeah. no I think yes 
Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think that the problem is, is that he maybe has like an alcohol dependency problem or some sort of drug problem. There was some sort of history. Yeah, he said he did. When he was back in the in in Cal's house, he's like, I can't be around this because I'll backslide. So I think that's maybe. Yeah, and you got to remember. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to keep. Oh no, no, honey, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, I, I think you know when if you look at the backstory of Walter. I mean, and and you, you look at society and, and people who have alcohol addictions or drug problems and things like that. I mean, you're living in the haze and the days on a daily basis. So the little things that you may have done to hurt people, you you, you maybe not remember them or you suppress those kind of things. And when Walter's coming out of jail, he's trying to change his life. You know, that might be something where he did even at that point he doesn't even want to even he doesn't even want Caldic to even hear that. Or try to remember that. So, I mean, Walt, Walter is, is somebody that Rook it feels pain um, for Caldrick. And it's just like, think about a family member. If you were in the same situation and you knew somebody abused a family member like that, yo, you ain't going to really think, okay, we're opening, or welcome, we're opening arms just because they found Jesus. You're going to be kind of skeptical at first. Absolutely, especially in a situation like that. You know, I had friends that went through some similar stuff, and I had friends that kind of lived with me throughout, you know, growing up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, your parents will always be your parents. And I think it's sometimes because of that, it's easy to kind of overlook some of the bad things that happen. And your friends are the ones that always remind you and, you know, don't be so easy to forgive because when they see you hurt, they hurt too. And that's what it seems like this character is kind of going through right now is you just don't want to see the cycle repeated because you just obviously don't trust him. Yeah, and you got to think from the, the amount of time that these guys have known each other. I mean, they're friends, but, I mean, they're brothers. They're family. You know how, I mean, that is. I mean, we, we, we protect one another when there's love involved, man. And, and, and Rook loves Caldrick, and, and Caldrick loves Rook. So a lot of the times it's easier to think that someone's just going to understand what you're thinking and, and, and I think that's the beauty of, of actually with the show is actually showing that, you know, we're all different and we actually have to sometimes just stop and listen to one another. And, and that, that's why I love the writing and I love everything about this show, man. I, I like, like I get so excited. Sometimes I'll be forgetting I'm in it. No, you're part of like a really great storyline. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's such a fantastic story the way that, and they're doing such a great job telling mm-hmm. it too. You know, what I also found was yeah. really interesting is uh, prior to uh, tonight's episode, I, I did question your character. I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I really didn't understand your motives. I didn't really know, okay, are you the, the best friend homeboy who's just in it for the purpose? Do you have like I really questioned until tonight's episode? What were your real motives? And so today, it it almost pretty. I'm like ninety percent convinced that you are truly looking out for Caldrick's uh, best interest. I was I, I could agree with that. The only thing that which I have voiced numerous times. First of all, we have to say we didn't know your name on the show for like weeks. Yeah, <laughs> we would just call you homeboy. Yeah. I didn't even know either. <laughs> <laughs> We just we just called you Cal's homeboy. Um, but the thing that that really bothered me with the character was the fact that after somebody went through something as traumatic as trying to commit suicide, I just thought it was way too soon for Rook to be trying to push the same lifestyle and environment on him immediately after after he tried to commit that suicide, even though. You thought it would help. I just didn't quite get that. As a friend, I felt like I didn't either. It reminded me of when um, and what's love got to do it, do with it when uh, Ike Turner got her out the hospital, like when she was sick, and he's like, "Come on, you getting on the stage, anime?" I was like, "Gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like well, so I think, quick. I think that you, I, I think you know when you look at that situation, it's like, um, especially because I mean, 
it, like I said before, it's hard to be someone's friend, best friend, and work with them in business, especially something in the music industry as well, because you're actually someone's best friend, but you work for them. So at times when he's, when this person is talking down to you, you got to kind of suck it up and kind of do your job. Hmm. But then on the other note, I mean, you got you have a friend that's going like, yo, I don't know what my boy's going through, but my dude seems happy when he's doing music, so I got to get him back out there. So you start making decisions for someone instead of actually asking questions because you, you're, you're really, really walking a thin line. And that's what I really liked about the character because I've done management for groups before, and it's so true where you're trying to tell the dude, yo, we got to be at soundcheck. But dude's like, yo, can you just do it for me? Because, you know, right now I just want to sleep. And you're like, yo, B, you got a 45-minute set. Get up and, and, and yo, let's do this. What you talking about? Yo, you need to know what sound check sounds like. So there's, there's that, that, that kind of that, that, that weird balance that you have to kind of have. And I, and I thank God for the experience that I actually have to be able to come to the table with this. But we always push our friends. It's like a, when somebody breaks up and they break up in a relationship. No matter what, if you knew the dude or the girl they were going out with, you're like, you know what, let's go out tonight. Forget that, you know what I'm saying? Go meet somebody. I, you know, I got a friend that, you know what, I'm going to get along. <laughs> so it's one of those scenarios, you know, you got a single, it got leaked. I don't know how it got leaked. I probably leaked it, but you need to get out there. Yeah. Well, one of the things, if we go back to, to Cal's character, though, um, you know, it was really touching to see that, you know, Cal really just wants somebody to talk to. He wants somebody to open up to that he could be real with. You know, Tariq's gone, and obviously we have that whole situation. And then he finally feels like he is getting close enough to his father where he can reveal that he is gay or bi, whatever he is. Is he close or or is he someone who is so, I mean, there's no relationship. So sometimes when, it's sometimes they say it's better to tell someone that you don't know more so than people that you do know. So is 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 it that he really Like trust- that dude that stood at the wall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yes. Like the, the man who stood at the wall. Like he told him because he knew that no one would say anything. Yeah. So is he, my question is, is Caldrick wanting to confide in his dad for that same reason? And not, like, why would he not, tell his best friend so that's why i would wonder why he would maybe go the opposite as far as not telling his best friend even though that's your best friend there could still be with the industries in and you know him for so long there could still be that judgment that mm-hmm. would happen if he told him i, I just really feel- i agree with you i agree with you because you got to think man hip-hop is a very homophobic culture you know what I'm saying? You got to think of black culture. Black culture is very homophobic. West Indian culture. I mean, reggae. So they make reggae songs about that. Like, yo, they're gonna kill you, boy. Bye, bye. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, and not to not to not to make real light of it, but I mean, uh, it it's it's like with I mean, I think people, you know, um, you know, especially in the gay community. I mean, they for so many years there's been this stigma of them coming out. And it's gotten it's gotten so much better for people just being to, able to accept who you are as a person from your sexuality, and with hip hop culture especially, you know what I'm saying. I think when you look at a dynamic from a, 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 a cat that's a hip hop superstar, spits thug lyrics, you know, talks about girls and talks about the money and everything else, and then deep down he's not who he is. Man, that's a struggle on its own. He's still trying to find himself. Yeah, and a lot of the times, yeah, a lot of the times it's it's it is absolutely a lot harder to go to the people that have known you the longest Mm -hmm. because then there's an argument. Uh Oh wait, no, I knew you back when. No, there's no way, and blah. You know, then they try to tell you how you think you're supposed to be. 
And that gets kind of difficult. I mean, I've had friends that have, you know, come out to me recently that still haven't told a lot of their family Mm -hmm. because of that. They don't want to get into an argument. You know, it's like I'm still coming to terms with who I am. Yeah, and that's and that goes back to the Walter question. Think about how uh, if you know if the tables were turned and it, was, and it was one of us, and we had to tell our parents, you know, because parents also have goals and dreams for their own children, mm-hmm. you know, grandchildren, so and so. So that all those things what, what go on in our head, no one else, you know, you know, can really sit back and go, oh, I know what you're thinking. It's all on us and to be able to do that. And sometimes that's the hardest things to do. And you know, we the, even the job we have, we go to work. And, you know, it's a great industry to be in, but we give a lot of people sometimes more respect that we work with than we do our own family members, even when it comes to listening, how we react when they ask us something, that sometimes being able to talk to a family member is, is, is really hard, hard and, yeah. and, and, and yeah. tell them, because you're not just hurt, thinking about hurting yourself, you're thinking about maybe, what about what are they going to think of me after the fact? Do you right. think that maybe the reason why he's leaning more in the direction of Walter is, I mean, this is just, I mean, friends come and go, blood is thicker than water. Do you think that maybe because a parent is supposed to love their child unconditionally despite the fact and now that Walter has shown that he has changed who he is and that he can be a different person and he can be more accepting of situations so on and so forth do you think that that maybe that could be a reason why he's leaning more in that direction I think I think he he he's searching for for more with Walter yes but you remember Walter hasn't probably been in almost 20 some years so you're not just going to throw all your eggs in one basket and trust someone you, you haven't, you know, really got to know just because they changed their life. I think Cal's at a point where he's willing to, to take those chances after his relationship with Tariq and the things that he's going through, and, he, and his mind is racing. And, and maybe someone like his dad is probably the neutral person for what is going to help him, you know, cross that barrier to go like, I'm, I'm, I'm Caldrick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I was watching the scene where his father took him inside the church room, wherever that place was, I guess it was at the shelter, but Mm -hmm. like prayer chapel or whatever. Yeah, the mission. Yeah, the mission. When I saw that scene, secretly I was hoping that his father already knew about the whole Tariq situation and Tariq was going to walk out like he was going to say Tariq. (laughs) But you know know what I thought? When they were in the car and he says, um, when he says that, you know, I don't want your money, I just want to know know the real you. And he was like, um, he says, I don't know if you, you know, ready for that information. Mm -hmm. And then just to look in in the dynamics for a split second, I almost thought, that he was going to say, son I, son, I know. Right. But, mm-hmm. of course. I got well, that vibe, too. Yeah, yeah, and it looked like he was going to tell him, and then he hesitated. Yeah. But it's also, it could be also one of those things, too, that maybe he does know, and he just doesn't want to accept. accept it either. Which would explain why he offered Donna to him. Yeah. <laughs> Parents typically tend to have, um, especially if they're in the right state of mind, which Walter at this point is, they tend to have a second intuition where it comes into play where they know. You know your child. You know when when something's not right, mm-hmm. especially if there's that hesitation that Caldrick continuously has with him. You know the hesitation of you know letting him in to just even be in, in a normal conversation with him or even be around him. You know the hesitation of why stay at the mission, stay at my place. The hesitation of you know there's a party going on and you know be a part of it and then he goes and he changes what he does in order to accommodate Walter's comfortability. Yeah. 
So I think it was a little bit more than that, too. I mean, he just asked him. He just pointed something out to him that he already wanted to do himself. He didn't want to have the parties there. He just didn't know how to say Say it it. because he's fighting with these two images of himself. So he doesn't want to be the one to say it out loud. So then when Walter asks him, you know, when he says, this is my house and he asks him, well, does everybody know that? That's a question that made him stop and think. And I think, too, this might be a trial and error thing for him, that he's going to see how much he can open up to him because this person hasn't been in his life for like 20-something years. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of one of those things that if it doesn't go over well, you know, he's lived this long without him. It's not really going to be that tough to do it again. Does Rick stay at the house? He did. Rick's got his own spot, but it's like you, when seeing a friend going through some stuff, you don't really want to leave him alone, especially, you know, this kid's suicidal. Right. Yeah. So Rick, Rick, Rick right now is staying at the house, and, and you know, you, you just kind of want to be there for your boy. Because you think, like, when you, just, you take away from the genius of the writing and, and little things that may not be there, and just you got to think of the relationships. I mean, this guy's a superstar. They spent so much time on the road. They spent so much time together that staying at your boy's crib is not going to be a bad thing because you've done it before. I guarantee Rook's got a room in the in the house yeah. Yeah. for himself. <laughs> you know, like if, if Cat's got money, you know what I'm saying? These, you know, he's got millions and millions of dollars. You know, having having a spot to take with, with your boy, he, he, Rook's probably holding the credit cards because I, I, I I know he's got the wallet. It's <laughs> funny that you say that. Do you do you think you know, uh, power of attorney? Yeah, that's true. Especially when he's you know, so he can't really be by himself. Mm. Well, it's funny that you say yeah. that because at the in the one scene when the couple will. They were in a couple. The two people that were hooking up, you know, they were like, "Oh, this room's always empty." Right. It's like it's a known fact that there's many a room that people can utilize. So it'd be an obvious thing that you would have your own space there as well. My question to you yeah. is, William, is you're in four episodes in this season or t- total? You're in four episodes. Five, five. Oh, five, you're in five. five. Okay, right IMDb. Five right now. Five. Number five, baby. IMDb's <laughs> got to be updated. Um, Will you be around for uh, will well the question of course everyone's wanting to know is if Caldrick's ever going to reveal himself but will you be around for that Well I tell you this much due to my confident confidentiality trying to get it right for the lawyers listening to the confidentiality agreement um you know there's certain things I can't say but there's certain, like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, every week gets crazier and crazier. And I'm t- the genius behind the writing, I, yo, let me tell you something. I'm so glad to be here. And I love it because it's fresh and especially, you know, something that's coming to light, especially with, for, you know, it, it, for, for black culture. I mean, you go to Atlanta, you go to all these places, different ATL. places in the United States. <laughs> you see cats that look just like Calder King. Yeah. And you'd be like, nah, bro, I'm, I was looking at Shorty over there, but yo, it's cool to meet you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you know, it's something that's going to, you know, open doors for people to just kind of be a little bit more less, you know, intense about, you know, you know let's just love one another. Because realistically, your sexuality is not going to change the way you feel about me or I feel about you. Because if you don't like me and I don't like you in that way, yo, come on, man. We, we, we've been talking about get peace of chance forever. Yeah. So, you know, we, we got to learn to accept one another and just be able to, to, to keep moving on. I mean, especially, you know, you look at crime in the black community. You look at so many other things that, and, and battles that, you know, that black youth face in, 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 in the world, period. 
Come on, really? So my we question... Need to, we need to chip away at these, these, these subjects and, and let's just live, as, like, together. You know what I'm saying? Like Martin Luther King. Everybody marched. People did what they had to do for for us to be be free and be able to accept one another. I mean, why are we stopping now? That's Let's true. Let's yeah. keep going. Well, and this show is like breaking out for that. You know, it's really helping to open it, you know, to a whole new audience. Well, I know you yeah. I know you can't really answer the question, but I do know that um, that Andre Fuller uh, tweeted today as well as the creator uh, tweeted that today was his last day of the shoots. So, was today your last day of the shoot too? I'm trying to dig in to get... Oh, no, when they say the last day of the shoot, this is the no, last it, it, day of the shoot for, for season two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. The anticipation okay. of season three. <laughs> All right. Okay, so today was... Hey. I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was Andre's last day of the shoot, but it's today was the last shoot for season two. Well, they've been shooting for a while, right? Yeah. For, for a couple no, months for, already. For his, for his character. For his character. All the scenes are shot now for his character. My last day is on Friday. To, to, mm. to, to do what I got to do oh. with the series, so I mean, if it, when I when I when I tell you when I, once again, I'm gonna, you guys are in for a treat this whole season from from all the storylines and everything else, man. Like I re, I, I want to tell y'all what's going on. I really <laughs> just tell do it, just like, do I'm, it. I'm, you can I'm, tell I'm, us on the after Twitter. after show. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm so I want to tell y'all what's going on after I read the script. Just DM me. And, <laughs> well, you know, so, sorry, what is it? I know. I said just DM me. It's okay. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> well, you know. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, big <laughs> Well, you know, I'm like, all right, all right I'll hit you up. <laughs> but you know, speaking speaking of other characters, uh, we want to move on to some other things. And I know um, you're not pressed for time, so if you like, you can uh, continue to uh, give you continue your perspective. Okay, so so now we want to talk about the Raquel and Connor. I want to know: Did everybody just forget <laughs> this chick was pregnant? Because she all does. of a sudden, she's drunk, drunk. on the floor yeah. in a car accident, and no more mention of the baby. What? <laughs> What the hell is going on? I think that she, she, had, she had a miscarriage, though. Remember that? No. no. I thought that that's what it was, she, but they never explained it. Was implied, it was but it was never said. Wait. Huh? Wait. Remember when she had the cramps? Yes. That's when she yeah, had the miscarriage, the right? When she fell on the steps. Yeah, I believe so. You believe so? <laughs> well, they're alluding yeah. to the fact that it was a miscarriage, yeah. but they never quite specifically said, because normally in, in real situation, in real time, if you're having a miscarriage, you go to the hospital because there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to get done with that mm-hmm. to be taken care of your insides. But they never really did that. All they showed was her, you know, getting the cramps on the stairs and then laying in bed with an ice pack or a heat <laughs> she, she well, never went to the doctor. But that baby has no chance. Like, she fell on the steps and then she got into a car accident. She's, like, drinking every day. Like, the baby's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It's yeah. just like with introdu- like telling that us characters' names. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. I just, okay. No. See, that's what we thought, but it was never really wrapped up. They don't, you know, they don't intro characters and they don't, yeah. you know, exit them. What I, what I also thought was really interesting is um, at the very opening uh, sequence, she's um, at the station and then she has to go through this whole rigmarole of things. I mean, she had to take her clothes off. Then she had to show her toes, and she yeah, had to show like, her feet. The then she had to bend down and cough. And, and Wait, since when did girls have to bend <laughs> over and cough? I was like, apparently, <laughs> apparently that's the process. Because I was actually funny thing. I was actually talking to 
Uh, I, let me give you a, a, a lawyer friend of mine before the show um, actually um, showed tonight and aired tonight. Uh, Steph Weinstein got a big amount, you know what I'm saying? 213defense.com. He actually said, he's like, wow, you know, they, they, that's where when, when women get arrested, that's where they go, and that's the process because he is a defense lawyer. So I was like, okay, well, at least they got it. Because a lot of times when you're filming these things, just down to the, the slightest thing. If you have it, you'd be like, man, man, we don't never do that, man. We just watch them go down the hallway <laughs> or something like that, you know? So it, it, he, he actually said that it, that's part of the process of, of, of what you got to do. You got to call up just in case you're hiding stuff and so on and so forth. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I didn't know that till tonight myself. So, I mean... We, you can get him on the line and you can, you know, crucify <laughs> him for it. But. Well, I mean, I think that it's great that this show kind of goes in depth like that in certain, you know, certain areas that kind of show you all the different things and, you know, kind of makes it more, I mean, it, it kind of drives the point home of what actually happened, Happens. what she's having to deal with and what, you know. Mm -hmm. But what was so funny was, you know, she was humiliated, you know, she totally felt like, you know, you know, holy crap. Mm -hmm. And then the moment that Connor and um, what's the girl's name? Jennifer. Jennifer. And Jennifer comes and bails him out, which she was so she was so insistent. She was like, you know, you don't look well enough. You're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna drive you. I'm like, he's not drunk. Uh, th that was kind of no. she, she cares though. She cares about him. I think initially yeah. Jennifer's picking up on the fact that he's fragile and that he was a little shaken up by the situation and that he had to even deal with it. And a prime example of that is when he goes to burn himself. She is a little bit older and I think she sees things a little bit clearer maybe and as she said to him regarding falling in love with the you may be in love with someone just because you guys are in love doesn't mean that you're right for each other she's kind of I think to a certain degree been there done that and so she can see very clearly and very quickly what the situation is I, I think she wanted to keep an eye on him I, yeah. I think she wanted to keep an eye on him exactly right. I think yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you I think she wanted to she's not letting him out of his sight yeah who's calling yeah, Who's I think that, she know? because of her contract and because of her reputation, mm. he's going to pick up some chick from jail. That would be on TMZ needs, the next day. She needs to keep an eye on him and find out what this deal is. I think it might be a little bit of that, but it's more so her career is in the balance. Otherwise, she wouldn't be hiring a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So from a professional standpoint, she's got to figure out what this kid's deal is. Yeah. Because if he's dealing with some chick that's going to jail, then there's obviously some other, you know, some other things going on that she needs to be on top of. I still feel but like... Then again... What's up? <laughs> then again, she must like Connor, too, because they just slept together, and I don't know one woman that's going to be like, you going to pick up your friend, the one from set? Uh-uh, you just stayed at my house. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. She needs, to, yeah, she needs to keep her eye you. on him. I was going to say, I, I feel like she's, she's slowly but surely falling for him. I think Connor's going to fall for her, too, because, I mean, obviously, Connor likes the cougars or whatever. So He uh, likes somebody to take care of. Yeah, he, he has issues. He has a lot of issues. Um, but with Raquel, going back to Raquel... So Raquel goes back home and she's trying to get ready or whatever. But before we before we do that, I was I wanted to bring up the point of how as soon as she came out of jail, once that she saw that it was Jennifer, she Jeez. put her she put her bitch hat right back on and mm -hmm. she just went for the <laughs> she just went for it. That's a man, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying face. that. I'm not saying hey. that she shouldn't have done it. No, but I'm just saying, like, once she saw that 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 it was Jennifer, she was like, okay. Wait, I'm wait, back. wait, wait, wait. Was her man? They they cut it off. She well, she ruined. Well, she burnt she that bridge. Did. She burnt that bridge. Come though. on. But again, we all know. Yeah, we all know. Those breakups don't count. We all know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, ladies. We all know. Hey, 
Hey, you, it might be your ex for a few weeks, but don't let you see him with no like new chick. Like, like uh-huh. right she knows. Like, she true. knows about this chick. We broke up like two years ago. Like, <laughs> she knows about this chick, though. She knows the agreement. She's the one who told him to do the agreement. Remember she has no what right. we talked about last week? Wait, remember what we talked about last week? What it I said, doesn't matter. It does not just because ma- we tell you something doesn't mean we're going to be okay with it once you do it. That's coming from Doctor Bam. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember, you don't, you don't, could you, you well. No, no, nothing. Yeah, I don't do relationships. Don't do every single week. Um, <laughs> but when, you remember, you know, you know that question like, "What's wrong?" Nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> then why do you ask? Just fix it. <laughs> with, with Raquel, though, the mental telepathy sometimes doesn't work for brothers all the time. Well, you guys dude, need to get on man. that and figure that crap out. Well, see, this is well, don't don't make this be a battle because I have because. Sleeps, I'll have you back yeah, on you this gotta one. you got to work with him, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing, I'm just teasing. Okay, so, you know, she comes out of jail. She's not grateful. She's humiliated. It's, you know, she feels gross. She has to get to work. I like how Jennifer made her apologize. Yeah. Or say thank you, I should say. I really she like did. that. I like that, too, because somebody needs to put, both of them act like children all the time, and somebody has to kind of, you know, mediate between them. And right. I think that that was good. She needed that. Well, yeah. it was Raquel's call. You know, she's like, oh, you know, you're calling Jennifer his mom. Well, yeah. she kind of is stepping into that role a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, the thing about Raquel that's horrible is she always like goes straight for the jugular every time. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to have a conversation. She throws. T- she's like the little kid that like kicks and screams on the floor. She doesn't know how to just you know chill out. Yeah. She always gets nuts. I don't know. I think it's horrible. Her text messages were so mean. No wonder he's pouring hot water on his arm. Poor guy. They were really yeah. harsh. I mean, that's really mean. <laughs> but as far as her when she when she got home and then she tries to go to work or whatever and she has to call from her agent he basically says you're fired I mean what's the next step for her I mean we see what the next step is because she's gonna do this she got fired from Cactabear too but I mean (laughs) and she made it seem as if she was on the rise you weren't going anywhere with this like I don't believe that production cost $150,000 no no. Well, no, they have the green screen. Oh, that green it probably screen did. was pretty. That green screen probably cost $100. And that fan $100. was intense. <laughs> <laughs> they had to pay she, for the rent. She would have made a little. I think she would have made a little bit more than one hundred fifty thousand for for. Uh, but I mean, but I mean, that's the thing with force majeure. People still got to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you when you're dealing with uh, production, right? So. The, them coming after her for that amount that's just the that, you gotta really kind of think that's a daily wage she doesn't yeah. so have most anything, productions though. within you know a half hour you know depending on the budget you, you could be talking anywhere between like 15 20 30 30,000 you, you forget forget about like something like big like Superman or Batman I <laughs> you know get out of here but it goes back to you know, the, her character where she just she's just so angry all the time. She never stops and thinks about what's going on. She just went to jail for a DUI, got in an accident, could have died, and she's sitting at home drunk again. Like there's no. Her life is. But for her character, her life is not where she wants it to be. Remember, she was doing so well as an actress. She's she's at an age where she's she's frustrated. Because mm-hmm. she's not working, and she used to be working all the time, so she's got to take these things that are just to pay the bills. And she's living in a hotel, like at that point with a her, blue so, Mercedes Benz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know some people can't let go of certain things, man. Mm-hmm. Some people, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes yo, you got to keep the whip. Like right. nobody be like yo, I, yo, can I borrow like you know five hundred till you know till the end of the month? Cause, <laughs> 
I got a couple things I got to take care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of the whip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I really hope that she kind of and and we thought for a little while that she was starting to kind of take a step and kind of take a look around well, and see because the more angry she gets, it's never going to get better. But again, the her downfall was her lying and pretending that she was going to be okay with this whole arranged relationship. Yeah. Well, she was looking at the bigger maybe, picture. Maybe she was. Maybe she was at the beginning. Maybe she was. Like, you know what? I'm looking out for you. Just do it. It's not a big deal. Da, da, da. And as humans, you know, your emotions take over. and Especially with that baby. You know? Well, yeah. And it's a whole different thing when you see it than when you mm-hmm. think about it. Because if he's doing it over there, it's one thing than being on set and watching it happen in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she probably would have had yeah. an easier time with it if it wasn't in her face. And she, if you have yeah. to hear about it, that's hard enough. But having to see, see it. it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, we'll see what happens. Been pregnant by the guy you like. And so yeah, and so I mean forth, that's so pretty rough yeah. on its own. And and I think she had her, his best interest in the beginning when she, you know, when she said that he should do it. Why doesn't she call that dude from last season? Because oh, his Gary? contract yeah, didn't done. get renewed. He's done. <laughs> They brought brought in some new people like my man. They need to bring Gary back. Gary can be her her life support and get her back on track so she doesn't have to do the reality show at the halfway house. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is he's he's sober and she's not. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Damn, Gary. Confidentiality. So I can't talk about that. I can talk about. <laughs> we'll say that in predictions. I'm, I'm trying to get on season three, yo. <laughs> speaking, I like my job. Speaking, speaking of, of three, three, let's talk about okay, threesome. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about Brandon, uh, Lauren, and Abby's um, story. That line. was the most hilarious, she is crazy thing ever. Lauren is. She, she is crazy. Yeah, I love that. Like, oh, we've Abby seen this is. From the beginning. Okay, Abby is just a slut, but Lauren. Okay, <laughs> but what was really what was really interesting was. Abby, you know, uh, my issues with Abby, now she's talking to the, her man, to, to the property manager about her business. So inappropriate. I mean, this poor girl just... She doesn't she, have any friends. Her only friend took Tariq, off. Tariq's gone. <laughs> <laughs> she can Who hang out with Rook. Listen, Rook, for season three, you can become friends with Abby, and then y'all can move into the complex. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to manage Abby for season three, yo. Homegirl can sing, yo. <laughs> yes, we need to get her back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Then maybe yeah. she'll stop being too mean to just let. But at least, at least Abby has a job and she's consistent. So now she's well, working she's, on. Well, she it. might lose it. She's playing with fire over there on that yeah. set. She is playing with fire, especially considering the fact that you know here she has this couple that are playing brother and sister. They're not even allowed to be together. Nobody knows that they're together. Abby knows and she's now liking Brandon a lot more and it's so funny because like Lauren's all about Abby, Abby's all about Brandon and if they're if she, if Lauren gets a clue, which that last scene was just last you know, they're laying in bread, Brandon and Abby are making out and she's like, you like at first, you want to think she's going to throw down, but then she's like, wait a second, wait for me. Which, by the way, I love how she does that every single time. That little face yeah. she makes right before where you think she's about to snap, and then she's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> how? I don't know. Yeah, no. Come on, we all wish it was like that, brother. <laughs> Come on, stop playing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I like how... I, I mean, Go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 you know, I, I actually really like what they actually did with that storyline because it's about boundaries and sometimes people make mistakes 
and people do things based off of reaction, right? Is Abby doing it because she just really likes Brandon? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and is she is she, is she doing it because she just broke up? Um, you know what I mean with Nick and so on and so forth. I, I think mean, she's going through a whole world world whirlwind herself. I think she liked Brandon way before she was never really into Nick. Like she was using Nick for his place. And as far as Brandon goes, obviously Brandon likes the idea of a threesome all the time. And I think that. I don't know for a fact, even though he says he's in the Abbey, I think that Brandon is just going to keep leading Abby on because with the whole Abby Brandon situation, obviously Brandon can see that Abby's really into him. And sometimes when you're really into somebody, you'll do whatever regardless. Yeah. Obviously, That's she's true. already doing it. Right. So she is willing to go and do anything and everything and let Lauren do anything and everything to her as long as it makes Brandon <laughs> happy. And what's so funny is Abby, I'm sorry, and what's so funny is Lauren has this big crush on Abby so Abby's pretending to like Lauren it's like this weird love triangle it's a really weird love triangle and it's (laughs) the whole three and I'm sure Brandon ain't mad he's not mad at all are you kidding he's gonna keep stringing her along I'm gonna work this out I'm gonna work this out do some but just come over tonight come over tonight (laughs) and I Hey, I mean, let me tell you something. If you can work it out and keep it, keep it moving, I think any man would be like, you know what? Why not? I got you. Let me let me just work this out. I'm going to holler. I'm going to talk to her. You know, don't worry about it. It's going to go as long as possible trying to eat his cake and have well, it, too. Oh, and you notice that, too, when Abby was trying to tell him, I'm really into you. And then when Lauren came in the room, he said, oh, Abby was just telling me how much she enjoyed last night. So he's just yeah. trying to make sure it keeps going. He's just trying to make sure that it keeps going. But what I find really interesting is, like, when they were in when the three of them were in bed together, you know, Abby's in the middle and she really doesn't want to like kiss Lauren. And so she slowly, <laughs> she slowly squeezes over and she gets into Brandon and and then Lauren's like, wait, bitch, oh, hold no. on a second. <laughs> and she gets herself right. She, and she grabs and her. She, and she grabs her and she's like, okay, I'm going to get my kiss in. I, it's hilarious. It's <laughs> That was really funny. No, that was very, it's a funny situation. Funny. It's really funny. Well, her, at least her storyline's getting a little bit more interesting to yeah. say the least. Yes. Yes. I mean, threesome, morality clause with her job and all this. Yeah, because I mean, happening. she's in breach of contract right now, doing all three of them, doing yeah. what they're doing. So and, they need to watch it. And so do you think the manager, the property manager, Eddie, do you think he's going to say something because she broke the clause? And so do you think that? I don't, come, I don't, I don't know. Unless he just gets drunk at one of the pool parties that they seem to have every day. Big sleeps. He was getting ready to say something. What, were you going to see? Huh? You have something to say? I, I, I think I think Eddie is just happy to hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, man. Eddie's gonna like, know play. Where you going? Come here. He's got his own version. All I know is he had he had the quickest three G I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> when he was looking up that tip. <laughs> he really did. I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> Well, we want to hear what you guys think about Abby's storyline and Cal's and everybody else in the show and what you think is going to happen in the future and what you think about the after show. So please go to iTunes. Let us know what you think. Rate, comment, subscribe. Also, make sure you share it with at least one other person because that one person will share it with somebody else and then it'll be the big chain and we'll go viral and be back in the top 10, hopefully. I know. Well, thank you so much, too, to everyone that's already rated mm-hmm. and commented for us. We really, really appreciate it. And it helps us out and it makes mm-hmm. us look good over here. So keep it up. And then also, don't forget the podcast app. Go ahead. No, 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 no. (laughs) Don't forget the podcast app where what it does is um, it organizes all your subscriptions. So for all the different various shows that you guys have on Afterbus, such as Fallen Skies, Dallas, and Duets, and Newsroom. America's and, Got Talent. Okay, and Scandal, oh, yeah. and um, <laughs> The Glass House, Pretty and Empire Girls. Yeah, all of those great 
after buzz shows you guys download the podcast <laughs> app and it will it will organize all of your subscriptions so again itunes download rate and comment it's all free yes who all doesn't right. like free oh oh so anyway. what is this th- dude this Beth storyline. This the, it annoys Pointless. me. The whole yes. thing we annoys me. I'm sorry. Can we agree? I can't yeah. get it. Can we I can't agree get that this it. is worse than Abby's? All in favor, say aye. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get down with it. This may even be worse than Alicia's. Maybe. The, uh, maybe the first big thing she does is go sleep with a married man. Come on now. And she was so happy about it. Yeah. Come on when now. she was done, she's like, "Yeah, I just own that." What kind of pizza are we gonna order? Ew. <laughs> and stop it. While he's on the phone with, with his, his wife, wife. Yes. Like, she's giggling and. Smiling, but um, well, she's just happy because she's yeah, got she, some. That's <laughs> yeah, not okay. With it though, that is Wait, not yo, okay. you know, but I mean, that's the thing though. She, she, it, it, it's also to show a character, her age and her decisions that she's making, and she's on her own and she's stressed out, and you know, it's not always the best decision that she's making, but she is there for a little brother though. But dude, in apartment. The dude well, in the apartment complex to wants, to, wants to get with her, so she could easily sneak over to his place while little Simon's playing in the pool and get some. So it's not like she can't get any. But I think it was the opportunity. It was a great opportunity. She had six hours. She had 90 minutes. And she was like, you know what? Hotel room. She had no responsibility. Yeah. And you know what? Man, he made a point that, well, first of all, he played it up with the, oh, you know, we were high school sweethearts and, you know, we're not always on the same page kind of a thing. So she made, he made an excuse for her 22 year old mindset to be open to that situation. But in my 22 year old mindset, I still would not sleep with a married person. She's different, honey. (laughs) But she was sober, too. There's no excuses. Well, remember, she lied. She lied about her age. She's 18. Oh, yeah, she is 18. That's That's what I thought, because I remember she said she was 18. So when she said 22, I was like, wait a minute. So I know. I was like, she looks like she's like 16. Wasn't she drinking at the table? But at least... But we're so we glad that you're on days here. Of our lives, you yeah. know, she could have been like 35 in like two weeks. With the kids <laughs> and, you know, Simon could have been like 15. So. <laughs> were you guys Were you guys surprised that she gave a little information in regards to her past about her um about her family and? Well, I mean, that was kind of we kind of figured that a little bit though because you know they were living in the car. We saw that at the beginning when their characters were introduced, and you know I think th- there was one point where they had a little bit of a talk about their dad we didn't know that her mother had passed away though Mm -hmm. so that was absolutely new information yeah i thought that was cool yeah Yeah, to get a little bit more backstory on you know on them but what kind of audition is six hours the one that they see how smart your child really is audition i mean it's a science show where i mean when it comes to science and kids and figuring things out and atoms and molecules and ant farms and all kinds of craziness you know, you have a bunch of kids. It's like, do they have the attention span to be on a shoot with something so mm-hmm. intellectual? Mm-hmm. And that goes to show, you know, um, was his name Jake? The little J- girl spinning? Spinning in circles, <laughs> who's totally disinterested in anything that's remotely close to science. And then Simon, on the other hand, who's all about it. You know, he's he's playing with the ant farm. He's, you know, playing with the molecules and making atoms and look at what I made kind of a thing. So I think that when you have an audition like that, that that's it's that long for an age that young it's appropriate to see mm-hmm. what their attention span is like because mm-hmm. you don't want to hire a kid and then they have ADD yeah, yeah that's true then that's a waste of money and a waste but, of protection and then you gotta yeah when it's like a, at least $150,000 days mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hell yeah well I, all I know is I'll do some 
some math and some science for y'all. You, they can only do a six-hour audition with kids because any grown-up man like myself, six hours? I'm in the union. You pay me. <laughs> six hours? I don't even like to be in this barbershop for 45 minutes. What are you talking about? Tell me about hours. it. Hours. And I might get the job? Hell no. No player. I'm not even guaranteed the job. Well, after, uh, after she came back from hooking up with the random dude and being a slut, <laughs> then uh, we see that she or that Simon booked the gig for whatever audition he auditioned for the day before. So, we'll and we also find goes. out she's posing as an agency. I like yeah. it. And she's posing as an agent. She's a go getter. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, I that's, think so. I don't know. that's obviously going to come I'm back. Like, why though? did I never do that? Why did I ever do that? Gonna, it's going to bite her. I could have been the first black Batman. <laughs> why did I do that? It's definitely <laughs> going to come back and bite. Because if it was really that easy to do, everybody would be doing do it. it. Yeah. So well, that's that's yeah. definitely going to come back in some form. Well, we still think her storyline's boring, but, right. you know. I just don't see how it, like, fits in. I still really don't see it. I don't know. They just yeah. they just want to well, get rid of Alicia. Like I said, there's a lot I can't say, but I, for all the stuff that's coming up with her character, and a lot, of, you, it'll start to make a lot more sense. Well, that's that's good. Does that's she meet good. Alicia and then they? But you know what? <laughs> you know what does not make sense um, is. Um, mm-hmm. Is she like Abby's long lost sister or something? No, I was gonna say Nick and Sabrina. What do you guys think about? I that? love them. Okay, me too. Let me so, tell you why. Sabrina gets so okay, 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 okay. She was okay. starting to bug at me at the beginning the last of the episode, episode when she came on the screen. I was like, oh god, she is annoying the crap out of me. By the end of the episode, even even towards the middle, what bothers me is Nick has a soft heart. And I see where he's coming from as far as he sees her struggling. He sees that now she's not in the limelight anymore. He's getting all the attention. He's rising up the, the ranks because he's getting a bond with the boss. And at first, I was like, you know, no, don't go back to her. Like, don't try to help her. Don't feel sorry for her. But then it was like, no, I get where he's coming from. He loves this girl or at least likes her a lot. So yeah. he wants to help her out. So I get that. And I kind of like I still like them together. It was nice she, to see him come back to her no matter what she did. She's a chick. He's a chicken head. Like, OK. You had one day where you've had it in your favor. Every other the past couple of days or week, it's been in Sabrina's favor. So the one day that you finally got in, or I just think he's a chicken egg. He's sprung. If she, if he, if he lets her get the job, then he can just sit at home and let her bring in the bacon. No, because that's not going to happen. Because once, if she gets the job, she's going to dismiss him and she's going to no, go about her business. She I think she that. really likes him. If that. she didn't really like him, I don't think she'd haze him as much. I think, you know, it's yeah. totally the kids on the playground. This Girls throw like, rocks at the boys they like. It's intense foreplay. And then they're going to be like. Because yeah. that's their dynamic. I think, she really, I think she really likes him. But you also got to remember, Sabrina's very smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. She's a very smart girl. You yeah. gotta keep watching. She's a smart girl. Yeah, I mean, it'll be. It's. I think that it's going to be keep switching back and back forth, and just forth. like it did in the beginning. And we know nobody on the, on the show can be happy. <laughs> for yeah. There's a long always going to be time, drama so. somehow, yeah. some way. It's not going to last. No, but I like. I like that. I want Nick to toughen up a little bit more. He's still a little bit too much of a sissy for me. <laughs> I think with Nick, he's starting to catch on to what needs to be done in order to move forward. And despite his feelings and for Abby or for Sabrina. I think that he's starting to realize if he's going to meet his goals, he's got to step it up. And a prime example of that was him taking the initiative to, you know, first of all, last week you guys all said he was kind of a little bit of a poon for divulging the fact that he had gotten into a breakup. But that actually helped catapult his career a mm-hmm. little bit by going out with the guys, getting drunk with the guys. And then, you know what? Sabrina's going to sit there and play these games. He went and he turned that game right around on her. And he said, you know what? We're going to go someplace that you can't go to a whorehouse. And 
and he, he and what that did was it made you know boss man totally open like oh my god Nick's really cool like he can hang he can party and he brings me girls what this is a dream I think he might have negated all of that though when he went back to see Sabrina because she is smart she's very smart she knows how to play this right. game with him and he just gave her the leverage that she needs yeah. to get him in trouble by saying he took right. his boss to the whorehouse she should not have that information he should have never said that plus he's sitting there giving her his material mm-hmm. just like head. she did in the beginning accidentally not thinking he was smart enough to pick up on it now she's I mean remember she's always ahead of him so I think she's going to put that in her pocket get what she wants from this kid and when it's time you know to bring out the big guns she's going to throw it back in his face and that's what's going to get him in trouble he's still way too naive and needs he needs to get smarter and right now he's too emotional he's not like business savvy yet keep your work and your place separate <clears throat> and that's what he needs to do you know what I love you know what I love I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you guys and you guys really know this show like you guys are <laughs> on it I'm sitting there going like once again I'm, I'm ready to say things like oh man I can't, I can't even talk about it I can't talk about it. <laughs> we're just trying to break I you you know even, that I can't even into them like okay well maybe I, you know uh but yeah, I mean, I love the fact that you guys really actually get this show, and you you actually see that what, what what you know the writers and the creators are trying to do, especially it's evoking emotion, which yeah. is beautiful. No, it is. Thank you so much for that, because it is. I mean, and we really are fans of the show, and I think that the writing is really great, and a lot of the times the writers kind of get the short end, and, and, you know, they don't really get a lot of recognition. But, you know, they have, there's some really, really good storylines. You know, some of the ones, you know, are not our favorites, but the <laughs> ones that really do stand out, they stand out in a really big way. And I think a lot of it, too, is the fact that it's extremely relatable. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, living here in Los Angeles, we're very familiar to the struggle and to the hustle and to the drama and the stepping on some one's toes and trying to jump the hurdle and you know all the games that go with trying to climb the ladder and it's very very relatable and the fact that they can articulate that into the show and show the rest of America and the rest of Canada what it's (laughs) like you know it's really kind of cool right yeah having to always wonder if the friends that you have are really your friends especially when you're all in the same business yeah just like that whole Nick and Sabrina thing you can't really let your guard down that much because you know especially when you're fighting for the same thing you know you always have to look out for number one, and that's why sometimes this big city can be a really lonely place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go mm-hmm. into news so and gossip. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So After Buzz yeah. TV News. So what do you got? What do you got? Okay, so um, today was a really great day on Twitter, and so the character of, of Brandon, he tweeted me um, maybe like 35 minutes before I got to the studios, uh, thanking me for um, for tweeting out his um, for the Team Brandon T-shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's this there's this little website where you can go and you can vote for three different uh, types of shirts that says Team Brandon. So one is of him, you know, with the Bible with his hands folded. There's one of him <laughs> by himself, and then the third one is with he in the middle with the two girls on the side. Are these sitting. real the shirts? Threesome T-shirt. Yeah. Nice. I think the threesome T-shirt's gonna be the most popular. Yeah, Are they I've, for sale? I don't know, but I voted for. The three something. And so hopefully and so he tweeted me and he he thanked me and thanked us for um for for tweeting right. that out. So, so did that, you tweet it out again so everybody can go to Afterbuzz and, and find it or to your Twitter account and find it? I'll I'll do that after. I'll that do it after. Oh, go ahead. That's my boy Brett Dyer. Brett Dyer, baby. <laughs> and then my and, boy. And then also the creator, um, 
Martin. Martin said, mm-hmm. uh, Martin, um, I just, you know, said, hey, you know, we like recapping the show and After Buzz, and we would love to have you come on. He was like, you know, thanks, sure thing. And I was like, wow, he he nice. hit me back. So, so hopefully we can get a call in from him as well. I, you know, the whole cast of uh, LA Complex has been really nice to After Buzz TV. Um, there's been a lot of great support from the followers. Um, and then there's actually someone who actually tweeted for Freddie C five hundred four. He he was laughing at you, Big Sleeps, because he quoted you saying that the quickest three G. He's like, I got to get one of those. So there's a lot of people on uh, Twitter <laughs> right now that's going in on a lot of the comments and a lot of your um, a lot of your slangs that you've been that you've been discussing. So you have that's something. Yo, get me at Big Sleeps underscore Big underscore Sleeps on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I need we, as many followers as possible, yo. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely will. We love our LA Complex uh, cast and and crew, and and uh, we look forward to all the episodes. Now, with that being said, one episode uh, with episodes, it's a little mini spoiler, and it's not for you fans out there. It's more for Bam. Sweet Pea, I'm sorry to, to bring this on you, Uh-oh. but Alicia's coming back. Oh, no! <laughs> There's going to be a lot of Alicia. When I looked on, I mean, and forgive me, William, for, for not um, knowing that there's five episodes that you're in because they haven't updated, but according to IMDb, she's in 14 episodes. Oh, so God. we await the, the return of Alicia, which... <laughs> in this industry, what winds up happening sometimes is the fact that sometimes you go away and sometimes you come back. She's coming back off her tour. She's coming and back maybe, from their tour. Maybe she'll come back with a better storyline. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, one other thing, too, which is really great is um, EntertainmentWeekly.com on Popwatch, they did a whole six reasons why you should be watching the L.A. Complex. Nice. Yeah. Which I think is fantastic because, you know, despite, you know, the ratings and all of that, it's you know, it's it's making it unfortunately the lowest rated broadcast, but there's so much substance to this show that they had to call it out. And they even mention, you know, the you know, Cal storyline and Raquel, you know, as kind of pulling them out as kind of being shining stars of the series because of the material that they're given, which is I think is great. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know, Entertainment Weekly, that's you know, it's a big deal. So that came out um today, which I think is cool. Hey Big Sleeps, can you give us Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Can you give us any information in regards to this, uh, the day change? And so, and there was also not, a, um, there was not a, um, a preview for the next episode. So, w- can you give us a little insight of what's going on and why is the show moving to Monday? Do you know anything oh, man, about that? That's, that? that's a production question. Um, to, like, to be honest, I mean, I, I, I don't even get involved in all that too much. Um, as far as the network goes, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, it could be, you know, a shift that, you know, fall season's happening, things that are going on. Is, so, is there, am I breaking up? No, no we can hear you. Is there an episode next week, though? Because like you said, we didn't get a preview. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as far as I know, as far as I'm concerned, every Tuesday, if they're going to move it, I tell you, you'll be the first to know. I'll find out Monday, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, like, you know. Actually, wait, I'll find out tomorrow. And I'll yeah. hit you up, bam, and know. I'll let you know. Okay. And, but go, going back to the cast part, this is what I want to actually want to say to you guys when we said, when we, you guys were talking before about cast coming on and Martin hitting you back. He, um, Ian Christensen, the publicist for the show, he actually said to make sure that y'all get his email so y'all could connect to get more more of the cast on your show. Nice. And he liked the, he liked the, he liked the fact what, what you guys are doing, and uh, he knows about the show, so that's beautiful. Oh no, nice. that's oh, great! That's we got to get you guys all to come down, and we'll make Seriously. a whole big production of it. Yes, you know we should do it. We'll have an LA when complex ev- party when everybody's <laughs> back in LA. At the Playboy Mansion. Maybe at the Playboy Mansion. Somebody call a CW. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
I was talking with one of them over at the CW, so maybe it's the same. So I'll have to I'll have to get back at them and we'll have to work it out. Because we'll just have I a big have after buzz party. Complex party in LA. And they should just pay for all the booze. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's what I'm we talking about. That. <laughs> that might, we'll have to get the John Lovett Theater. Maybe we can do yes. something there. That would be hot. That would be cool. That yeah, would be, oh, we should oh, do yeah. that. Air five. Yes, we yeah, do that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah. for hanging out with us today. Hopefully when you're back in L.A., you can come actually come be live in studio with us. Are you kidding me? Yo, anytime y'all want me, anytime, <laughs> yo, anytime y'all will have me, I appreciate it. Y'all were fun. <laughs> hey, y'all laughed at my joke, so that's cool. <laughs> okay, well, you guys, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to a special, uh, to, to, wait, predictions. Oh. Yes, I do we, have to, we have Damn, to predict sorry. what we think is going to happen next. Which you can't say anything, Big Sleeves, because you'll give it away. I'll let the seal. All right, so let's start with Cal. I think Cal's going to confide in his father at some point. It's not going to be right away, but it's going to be at some point. And I think that Walter's going to accept who he is. Or, actually, no, I think Walter might actually lose his... That's when what he finds I'm out. thinking. That's what I'm thinking. What if, because remember when Andre was here, he told us that somebody's going to go get Tariq. Like, mm-hmm. he told us that. So Ooh. what if it's him and his Ooh. dad? We didn't think, oh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 what if he confides in his dad and his dad is all, I've seen Jesus, let's go do this. Uh, you can be who you are. I'll take you there. Hopefully Rick <laughs> left the credit cards behind <laughs> so he can buy the airline tickets. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be the jerk, and I'm gonna say that Dynasty is gonna go get Tariq. Yeah, I'll maybe be, I'll that would be incentive for him to get in the studio. Yeah, yeah. get him back. In the I like studio. that one too. That's yeah. a good one. Nice. And then, oh, go ahead, Raquel, Connor, yes, and Jennifer. I, I think that Jennifer is. Uh, I don't know. I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna really play into this, and she's gonna drive Raquel away. But I don't know her. I can't tell if she's actually into him, and I don't know if she's gonna actually be into him or solely for business purpose. She's into him for six months, and with a one with another six month option. And so right now, she's got to take care of her investment, and her investment is Connor. And so she's gonna do whatever she can to keep him around, and to keep him quiet, and to keep him at bay, so and she keep him sane. And I think that. With with all that happening and her starting to see the real him with the burning of his arm, I think that she's gonna, they're gonna, he's gonna fall in love with her. And that's gonna for, mess him up even more. For, well, if she leaves him, right? But I think he's gonna fall in love with her, and it's because that there's this nurturing thing that he's never had. Well, mm. what if, too, that since we really don't know, it was all insinuated that Raquel had a miscarriage, but what if she didn't? And what if she thinks she did and she actually didn't? And then she comes back and is pregnant and just shakes up the whole everything. Oh. I think that will be hot. <laughs> I mean, you can See, technically I, I think, drink in your first trimester I mean, <laughs> if you don't know that you're pregnant. I, I predict I'm a, I'm a still best line, and I think that Raquel going to punch Jennifer in her face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't already happen. <laughs> And we'll wait, and then Raquel's gonna look at her and say, "Do something." <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about our favorite threesome? Oh, jeez, I think it's gonna oh, be. Oh, Jesus, they're gonna get busted. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna get busted yeah. also, and I think it's gonna be one of those things where uh, Lauren's gonna be careless and want to do it at the studio as her and Brandon had done up prior mm-hmm. when Abby walked in on them, and I think Alan Thicke's gonna be like, "What's going on?" I think that. 
I think Lauren's going to be the downfall of this. I don't think they'll get caught or anything, but I think Lauren is going to get so pissed off at the two of them. I was the going to say that. She's going to sabotage She's going to either sabotage, she's going to get Abby the hell out of there, or she's going to say she's had enough and she's right. going to blow the roof. I'm completely but on the same But then she page. gets herself in trouble, so she has to be careful with but that. But not if she can play where she makes it look like it was just Abby and Brandon the whole time. Yeah. yeah. yeah true. They hit on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. Until they see that Brandon and... <laughs> Lauren are living together or have been living together. They can figure that out somehow. Well, no, he has yeah. his own place. Mm. He yeah. just happens oh, he to just crash stays there. He crashes at yeah. the pad all the time. Interesting. Yeah. We'll see. And then do we want to give, uh, what about... Simon and Beth, no. no. Okay, Nick, <laughs> Nick and Sabrina. Well, no, we kind of talked about that already. You know, I think that it's going to go back and forth. And I think Sabrina's going to, you know, come back. And I think she's going to, you know, over. she's going to screw him over. All right. Well, that's our predictions. All right. Well, there you guys have it. So, I mean, <laughs> we want to we thank you guys for watching. And uh, we want to thank our special guest, Mr. Big Sleeps. Big Sleeps. <laughs> thank Tell you us, very much. You're welcome. Tell us your Twitter again so that way we all can follow you. It's big underscore sleeps. You know, I'm not the dude. I don't be tweeting my food and what y'all need to know that, you know, I'm putting on weight and all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I try to, you know, I, I try to send little things out and keep communicating. But you hit me up directly. I'm all good with a quick little conversation and, and, and keeping in touch with people. So I'm good with that. I like that more than showing y'all what I'm eating, the roti and all that out here in Toronto. I love that. An old-fashioned guy. Where Can you, are there more of you out there? <laughs> No, there's no more of us. It's just me. I think <laughs> underscore sleep. Don't worry about the rest of them. No. no, I just think it's very important, and you can't forget, you know, um, that you know, with the job we have, we 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 aren't we're no one without our fans and people who believe in us and keep us pushing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hit me up. I'll, I'll hit you back. Amen to that. Yes, well, thank you again so much. People, I've got, I'm looking at all my twi- Twitter comments. People were loving our conversation and getting back, so you should have a lot more <laughs> followers tonight. <laughs> yeah. We have some big yeah. LA Complex fans out there. <laughs> Club LA Complex is all over it. All yes. over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Watchtower Base uh, has been saying a lot of things. Um, uh-huh. um, and my service just went. <laughs> oh, see, and Lance went to 82, see, is with me. She said, miscarriage or worst mother ever. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Darwin Goodman, Freddie yeah. C504, so many fans out there. We want to thank you all for tweeting live with us. And once again, thank Big Sleeps. Tell us where we can find you guys. Bam Erickson, B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-E-N. Uh, Miriam L. Gonzalez. You gonna spell it? <laughs> well, there's people that I know, I know, I know, I know, in, I know. You know. And plus, I don't have as many followers as you. I'm trying to like. I need more. Keep them coming. I want to hit three thousand. Three thousand. <laughs> you can fo- follow Damn, me. Y'all got more than me. <laughs> you can follow me at Kelly with an I E O seven nine. And you can follow me at Emilio E Junior and ChasingLA.com. And make sure to go to iTunes. Please rate, comment, and uh, let us know what you think because we want to be in the top. 10 over here at AfterBuzz, so help yes, us out. Yes, please. That's a wrap. All right. Okay, see you guys. Thanks, William, for joining us. Good night. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.